The following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. This is the Star Physical Therapy Kickoff Show on the Aggie Sports Network. Star Physical Therapy, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. Welcome into the Star Physical Therapy Kickoff Show. Star Physical Therapy, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. Friday night, 5.30. It's Jeremy Law and Michael Ader taking you all the way up until 6.30, where Brent Ashley will join me live from the stadium. No Matt Crocker tonight on the broadcast. He's out doing something else, I guess. He said he couldn't make it tonight, so it's just going to be me and Brent Ashley on the call. It's Silicaga hosting Hopeful in the final region matchup of the year. It's a big matchup. Michael Adair, Silicaga can hope to lock down a number two seed and host a first-round playoff game for the first time since the early, early 2000s. So a pretty big deal tonight versus Hopeful. Yeah, it really is. It's the biggest game we've played around here in a long time. I mean, to clinch uh, a spot to host, man, that, it's been a long time. And not only host, but look at a winnable game. You know, so, uh, you know, we're really excited about that. And uh, also excited about our guests we have on with us tonight. We always have a good guest, but we got a really good one tonight. Yeah, I think they just keep getting better and better. So if you, if you started at, with us at the beginning of the year, with the guests have just uh, there's been an, an upper echelon every single week. This week we have Nichols Lawson Middle uh, Nichols Lawson Middle School Principal Gary Rivers. He's on the Star Physical Therapy Kickoff Show with us tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun all the way up until 6:30. And again, Silicaga hosting Hopeful um, tonight at Legion Stadium. You can watch on the Aggie Sports Network Facebook page. You can watch on AggieSportsNetwork.net, the Radio Alabama, Roku, and Amazon Fire channels. And you can also listen right here on Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM. And, of course, the Radio Alabama Sports app. we got a whole lot more coming up on the Star Physical Therapy Kickoff Show. Stay with us. This is the Aggie Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Live from the Sleeping Giant Heating and Cooling Broadcast Booth, this is Silicaga High School Football. Back in on the Star Physical Therapy kickoff show. Star Physical Therapy, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. Jeremy Law, Michael A. there, Nichols Lawson Middle School Principal Gary Rivers with us here on the Star Physical Therapy kickoff show. Silicaga hosting Hopeful tonight. Gary, let's bring you in. How are you doing, my friend? I know everybody's excited about this game tonight. Yes, that's right. We're uh, we're all excited. Uh, glad to be here on the show. Appreciate it, Jeremy and Michael. It's uh, always glad to see y'all and talk with y'all. And uh, looking forward to a great game tonight. I know that uh, Hopeful has a, a pretty good team, and uh, but Silicaga has really been improving this year. And I think that uh, Silicaga will definitely get the win tonight. And uh, we're just looking forward to seeing a good game. Absolutely. And and Jeremy, a lot of our listeners. Uh, you know, they know Mr. Rivers. They've been, you know, or they've had kids, went through the middle school, and they know he runs a really, really good school over there. But what they may not know about Mr. Rivers is he's got a really good family. I'm going to tell you something. His wife, Jacqueline, uh, was a year behind me in school, and Jacqueline 
is probably one of the most sincere, honest, good people you'll ever meet. I, I bet Miss Rivers never seen her do anything wrong. I, I would almost bet you that. And he's got uh, two great kids, Carly Mae and Tripp. Uh, and, and they're they're great kids. I'm telling you that right now. And they're both in your middle school, aren't they? Guys? That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. So it's it's a lot of good stuff. Now I'm going to tell you something else too, uh, Jeremy. And you may not know this, but Gary's son Trip is into boxing and weightlifting. And I've heard. He, yeah, and he is in the sixth grade, and he he's probably going to be the next star around here. He can, I mean, he can throw up more. He won he won a weightlifting yes. thing. Gary, tell us about the, that. Uh, he went. Uh, he won the. Uh, well, he got the uh, national record for uh, ten and eleven year olds in his uh, eight uh, weight uh, division for all three lifts: deadlift, squat, and the uh, bench press, and uh, and also got it for twelve and thirteen in, at the state level uh, in that uh, particular event. And then uh, so we've got uh, a little bit of work to do between now and before he turns uh, 14 so we got a couple of years of work to do before to to get that national record but we're we're going to push for that for everybody listening what 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 was the weights on those or yes um right now well uh those particular weights he was in around 155 on the bench at that time right now he's around 185 on the bench his squat is around 305 and, and deadlift is about 305. In the sixth grade, mind you. Works hard. Yeah, if really he stays hard. on the trajectory he's on, there'll be some letters in his mailbox for long, Gary. I'm just telling about you. about that? He, he enjoys he, it, though. Yeah, they're humble folks. So they're not going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you. Does he play football? Oh, yeah. Okay, just yeah, making sure. First year. Just making yes. sure. But what he does that's, that's a little bit different and unique is he's a boxer. And uh, what's what's his record, Gary? He is 8-0. Uh, and 0. Uh, Two of them are walkovers, but actual fights, he's 6-0. and 6-0. and 0. Yes. And he's been all over the country boxing and uh, trip. Man, he's a, he's a great kid. He's a humble kid. But – uh, we're just glad that, that the Rivers are in Sylacauga and at the middle school. Um, we got a lot of stuff going on. So I've got a child at the middle school, and we've been we've loved it. This is his first year. He's in the sixth grade. And uh, just talk a little bit, Gary, about how the middle school prepares these kids for high school and some of the programs you guys have. And, you know, you, you all have been a model school. Other schools have come to see what Nichols Lawson does uh, from big like Pike Road and some yes, of these places. we've had several schools to come visit and see what we do with our foundations programs. But what it all begins with, it all begins with um, at the top. And we've got a, we've got a great superintendent, uh, Dr. Michelle Eller. She does a super, super job. She's come in and she's new uh, in the Sylacauga City School System this year. And she's done a great job. And she came in and we talked about the uh, mission right from the beginning. And that's where it all starts. And, uh, and our mission, of course, for Sylacauga City School Systems in partnership with our community, we inspire all students to discover pathways to greatness through a world-class education. And uh, so that, that's our mission. That's what we work toward. And uh, some of the different programs that we have, the, the things that we, ins- that, uh, that we strive for at Nichols Lawson is to make sure that there's four things, over, overarching things. We want the students to, of course, be well-educated, uh, to be well behaved, be well adjusted, and to be given the opportunity to develop some special skills, some even some individual skills, and uh, we've got some of the the best uh, programs in place. And like I said, Dr. Eller has come in and has shored up some of the things that we're doing that we've been doing and added to, and uh, given us some more support there in the school to help us to grow. We've we uh, we saw a lot of strides in our test scores this past year. We're above the state average and across the board at the middle school um 
as far as being well behaved you know it's it's uh discipline is sometimes a, a tough thing to do but uh it's uh you know we all from whether you're a kindergartner or you're a 12th grader or you uh you have to have boundaries we have those uh guideposts we have those guidelines that you have to fall within if you didn't have those structures in place then then you would have chaos and uh, so we do make sure that the kids are well behaved and that uh, foundation program has come in and when we started that and that's uh, one of the things that schools come to observe us on and and the things that we've done is it's it's they're very intentional um and uh, we actually the, the team of teachers that we meet and we sit down and we discuss and uh, then we give feedback and we observe again and then give feedback and and we're always critiquing how we do these things and just an example of that is in our halls let's just take one of the things that we use drive and um so basically drive is is interstate rules apply basically you develop a plan to be on time is d and then r is is uh respect others and the locker area and then i is uh, interstate rules apply and uh, v is voice levels and e is you know interval caution and uh, we have cones and they go around the cones you know i don't know if you remember being in middle school but uh if you are, uh, if you remember like I do, they would always come down in droves down the halls, and we don't allow that. They go around and come in uh, no more than two wide going around the cones and going to the next location, and that really, really does serve us well. That's just one thing in the halls. And um, our, in our lunchroom, we have uh, an atomic clock that you see going in the lunchroom and then an atomic clock inside the lunchroom. And the students and the teachers alike both know when their time is available, that's when they go into the lunchroom. They have their certain amount of time. And so it just it cuts down on any kind of chaos or any kind of confusion. Everybody knows what their role is. The same way when we do our dismissals and, and our morning arrivals and everything, it's, it's really down to scale. And, uh, and it's because of those teachers, then their buy-in with it and us allowing them to have that buy-in let me ask you this gary you talk about discipline and halls and lunchroom and stuff where do most of the problems happen in a school like where you have these you know kids get in trouble is it in the hallway is that where that's it, where your problems happen and then we even go so far as to have stickers going down the hall with arrows and they have we actually have and some of the teachers got a charge out of it but uh the teachers are the ones that that brought the idea up we have a, a sticker for the uh, teachers in the hall with a t in it where they stand in between yeah. classes and uh, we have some that are right by the happening. bathroom and, the, and we have each hall they go into the bathroom in between the uh, period so you're exactly right the lunch rooms the gym uh locker rooms and the and the uh, restrooms are where you have your issues so we've we try to keep those covered and that that really has paid off it's more organized than i thought maybe they should uh, hire you at my with Tumpkin middle school where i was from we didn't have any, we didn't have <laughs> oh, anything you, you wouldn't have got beat up so much if <laughs> we, we didn't have anything like that you, you mentioned the behavior stuff and that's what michael was just talking about as well gary is that is the age you know you're becoming a teenager that's you, right. you think you're um, invincible um uh, how difficult is it Did I just what is it fifth through eighth grade six through six eight, six yes. through eighth grade yeah so it's prime time school. opportunity for boys and girls to start growing up thinking they're invincible what is that how, i don't know if you've been a principal at another school or taught in different ages but how does that make everything different than maybe being at one of the other schools in the system yeah i actually started at the high school and uh, worked there and uh went back to school to uh, get a degree in uh, special education or in education, a master's in education. 
and I started that that uh, fifth year program and my undergrad was in business and so I uh, did some counseling and uh, did several different things and just didn't didn't feel like I was doing what I was called to do and uh, when I was doing that counseling that's when I realized that that's what I was called to do was was to work with kids and in education and they had just started that fifth year program uh, that they have that's available now that we use quite a bit for this non-traditional route and that kind of thing and uh, so I went around I called several schools and there were no openings and and that kind of thing they they said you know we really need to hire somebody that already has the education in place and I said okay I understand and actually came down here to Silicaga and talked to uh, Miss Blythe and then Miss Gail Jones she talked she sent her sent me to talk to Miss Blythe sent me to talk to uh, Gail Jones and I talked to her and uh, that afternoon later that afternoon Miss Jones called me and offered me the position and uh, so I was extremely excited I'm all forever grateful to Miss Jones and she and she will go around and she'll tell folks that uh, w- that I was the first one that she hired that was part of that fifth year program. You were sp- hired as a special ed teacher, right. Michigan. Yes. A lot of people don't know that, but you you yeah. were, and that takes a special person. I mean, no doubt, not everybody can do that. And he, he, you sort of came from that side. I'll tell you this too: a lot of people don't know this about Gary, but he actually went to seminary. And right. tell them about that. You didn't finish. Yeah. You almost finished, right? Right. I didn't complete. I went to seminary. I was trying to figure out what I want to do. Of course, my father is a Baptist preacher and has been pastoring for like fifty-seven years, and is actually still pastoring at a church in uh, Mississippi. And um, I was, uh, you know, I just, you know, the old saying that, um, you know, if you're if your father owns a bank, you're good for a loan. If he's a if he's a doctor, you're good for a shot. And uh, and uh, if he's a, a preacher, you're uh, they say good for nothing. <laughs> that's <laughs> we know not that's, that's not, not true. Right. No, no, my not right. my dad was good for for a lot of things, and I guess the most important thing was raising <laughs> me. He tried his best to rear me in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord, and that and uh, he I think he did. He you know I think he did a great job. I do, no I just, doubt about it. Hey, let's let's take Lord's a still working on me. Let's take a quick break here on the Star Physical Therapy uh, kickoff show. We'll have more with Principal Gary Rivers from Nichols Lawson Middle School when we come back. This is the Aggie Sports Network from our friends at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. The pregame meal is brought to you by Subway of Silicaga. Subway, make it what you want. Subway of Silicaga, the official pregame meal of the Aggie Sports Network. Subway of Silicaga, the official pregame meal of the Aggie Sports Network. Two good locations near you, Highway 21 and the Walmart Shopping Center on Highway 280. Subway of Silicaga, make it what you want. It's Silicaga hosting Hopeful tonight, their final home game at Legion Stadium this for this season. It's senior night, and most importantly, Silicaga has a chance to lock down a number two overall seed and host a first-round playoff game at Legion Stadium for the first time since the early 2000s. Now, some of that could potentially hinder on what happens between Clay County and Tallahassee tonight because you could have a um, three-way tie for first place if Tallahassee were to beat Clay County, but then they'd go to point scored or something along those lines. But we won't worry about all that uh, until we make sure Silicago wins this one tonight. But it's Jeremy Law, Michael Adair, uh, principal at Nichols Lawson Middle School, Gary Rivers. Gary, we were having a great conversation uh, a few minutes ago talking about you know how you got into education you're talking about all the things that are going on at Nichols Lawson Middle School you know when you talk when people talk about the school system and they really do and I know all the schools are run very well I, I know Miss Bruno over at Indian Valley does a great job by Principal Hodge is 
new at Sylacauga High School, trying to get things going over there. But people always talk about Nichols Lawson Middle School, and they really, they really do, and how well that school is run. And it starts with you. Well, I, I thank you for for that, Jeremy. We uh, we do strive for excellence each and every day. Um, I mentioned earlier those uh, four things that we strive for, and uh, one of the things that I'm especially proud of this year is uh, that we were able to hire that second counselor because one of those big fours is be well adjusted and. Um, and that just uh, making sure that kids uh, have that uh, extra role model, the extra person that they can go to, um, you know, and, and that, that can meet with them and help them with some of the needs they have. And we have kids now that are more needy than ever. And I think everybody understands that. And uh, then we had the additional, the state, uh, of course, has realized uh, the issue of mental health uh, illnesses and, and the things that are going on with that across the, the land. And so... They, uh, the state has provided funding for us to, for all the school systems to have a mental health counselor, and we hired a mental health counselor this year too, and she's done a really good job working in conjunction with our counselors and administrative staff and teachers alike. And so we're excited to have those extra folks and hands in place there to, to help us as we Now, now we know you got kids. one of the uh, fans of our show is Jessica and Ryan Coleman. That's right. She filled one of those slots. Do those kids realize she's the head of the Auburn Majorettes? Do they – Maybe some of them, <laughs> not, not a lot of them, means. no. Yeah. Yeah. But she's doing a great job. It's her first year as a counselor. She taught for several years, and uh, we we were lucky enough to get her here uh, at Nichols Lawson, and, and uh, we're, we're hoping that uh, she'll stay with us for a long, long time. Yeah, and, and her father-in-law, Mr. Coleman, is is doing some part-time pastoring too. He's down okay. at a little church in the country. and He's he's kind of that motivate. He was a fo- high school football coach, and he's kind of – he'd be a good motivational – Speaker, yeah, we have to get him in. yeah, he'd be good. He just wrote a book, so he's on a book oh, tour, I think. We may get him in for our Red Ribbon Week as one of our speakers. He'd yeah. be a good one. He yeah. really would. And Gary, it seems like middle school now, and I've been in your school a few times, and it's much different than it was when I was in middle school just a decade ago. I mean, kids can actually choose like a career cluster when they're in eighth grade or whatever they're trying to pick out what they're trying to do in high school. You have all the career tech stuff. Right. Is that at every high, middle school across the state, or is that just something that Silicon is able to give? Because kids literally go to high school and they almost pick a major where they can learn right. about finance or journalism, and then you know they can kind of narrow down their choices before they go into, without going into college blind. Right. We um, Of course, middle schools, uh, a lot of middle schools, they may just have one or two uh, related arts classes to choose from. They may just have band or maybe just choral music and band. And uh, we have been extremely blessed to be able to have the arts uh, to go along with our career tech classes. Of course, we have, uh, we have band, we have choral music. Uh, we also have uh, art, an art class. We have a new art teacher this year, Miss Watson, and she's doing a, a fantastic job. Of course, Mr. Mullis that does band and choral music works with uh, Sam, and they do a really good job. And, uh, you know, Mr. Mullis uh, is, uh, to me, you know, he uh, he stays after school almost every day working with the kids after school and band. I mean, he probably spends as many hours as our football and basketball coaches do uh, working the, the, with the students. At a middle school, that's, that's unusual. You don't mm-hmm. usually see that. Usually they don't get that much uh, time on task, so to speak. Talk about, Gary, the class that Justin Browning's teaching. Justin yes. came through school Kyle. My son loves that class he's teaching. Yeah. That's a little <laughs> bit unique, too, isn't yes. it? Yes. Uh, they threw Project Lead the Way, Design and Modeling, and um, and it's uh, it's basically a lot along the same lines of CAD-type um, 
work that they do they're able to go in and design you know different uh, you know whether it's a house or a building they are able to go in and design different things and models and they actually do make some uh kinesthetically they make some models too not just all online so it's pretty neat yeah he, he likes that class and we started a new one dr eller brought on board with us called we build it we build it better and we build it bigger so that's a new program it's along the same lines and so we're we're looking forward to uh, seeing that when it's in its full scope so now a lot of our listeners gary are athletics folks they they all follow the silicaga sports and all that yeah. good stuff talk a little bit about the the different uh sports programs that the middle school yeah. offers and and really how you feel like that plays a role in their development as they get into high school you told me about this earlier how even the kids going into middle school, they'll play on the football team, but they go through the summer workouts at that middle right. school. It's not just throwing them out there. Right. It's developmental. The, when they get to the middle school, of course, uh, you know, I, I can remember being, of course, I did uh, six years. I was with Mr. Douglas six years at the middle school uh, as his assistant, and then I went to Pinecrest for six years as principal in the grades three through five, and then I remember now transitioning back to the middle school for the, this will be my sixth year back at the middle school. And um, I used to uh, talk to talk about uh, the fifth grade. You know, it seems like those odd years, it really kind of steps up a lot. And that fifth grade was pretty tough. And we're a little more nurturing when they hit the sixth grade. And uh, But those that I saw in the fifth grade, sometimes they were a little more problematic. I would, you know, once I got to the middle school, when I got back, I said, I would tell those in fifth grade, I'd tell the teachers, it's going to be all right. Once they get to middle school, a lot of times that's our athletes. And when they get to the middle school, the coaches can get their hands on them and they'll right. be able to help you. So they, they get in the seventh grade, of course, is when, when they can start participating in the Alabama High School Athletic Association events. And uh, when I went back to the middle school, didn't have an athletics program, uh, I mean, a, an athlete, a, athletics class. And uh, so we made sure that we added an athletics class. And the time that we did it before when I was there, we did it for football only. And uh, some of the coaches were like, well, we need to do it for all sports. And I thought, well, that's great. And then said, okay, what about, and they, and, and, and then some of the uh, coaches said, well, what about the females? I said, hey, we'll do it. So we have an athletics class for girls and for boys at different times during the day. Girls is third and boys is six. So we're able to go ahead and start and begin developing these kids at a, at a younger age in the seventh and eighth grade. They'll be further, hopefully they'll make, they'll be further along. They'll be bigger, faster, and stronger once they get to the high school. But we have football course basketball we this year we'll be kicking off our first basketball game november the 4th so y'all come out and support the nichols lawson aggies on november the 4th against alex city at home and um so we um and then we, we have a seventh grade boys eighth grade boys and a seventh and eighth grade girls team and then we do have the football program of course they they uh have the athletics classes and then of course workouts uh, throughout the summer and uh with all the with the, with the programs and uh so uh, they can all in the seventh grade can play up and do track and tennis and oh, all the they other really? sports. They play tennis. Yes. Any any sport uh, they can play in right. secondary starting in the seventh grade. And soccer, you have a, yes. They and play see, into the JV. Mr. Fleeman does our JV soccer team, and we had several seventh graders on that JV team last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. What Same. about golf and they, they can yes, do that golf. Too? We had Is several that, right? that played golf. Wow. And well, those I those, didn't know those that. we have a little, several that uh quite a few of our band members, you know, they they scored a one in almost all the way across the board uh, the last week. Last week we at Pell City, yeah. And uh, we had many middle school students on that group. Now yeah. a lot of people may not know this. You were talking about working out and all that stuff. Uh, Gary used to be a bodybuilder. <laughs> and uh and uh, there was a time 
way back when he got real serious about it and you you got to tell the story gary he was uh he he decided he was gonna see how much weight he could lose so he started running and uh he was running around theaters for whole movies and all that <laughs> stuff but tell tell a little bit about that how much uh, weight you lost and how you got so well, serious about that it's pretty interesting I was, story i had gone to work for the railroad up north and uh, where we um we were in Danville, Illinois. Back then, CSX did a program where you went through a logistics uh, classes where you actually went to a, a, col- a junior college, Clayton State Community College, and took classes. And uh, so the opening that they had, they didn't have any openings in the Alabama, Mississippi area. So it was to Danville, Illinois. I'd never been up north. And of the 22 of us that went, I lasted the longest. The rest of them came on home. But uh, – you know, you would. There was a little run-through track there in Danville, and we would take car, uh, uh, take trains into Chicago. And I was a conductor there, and and then we would be in a hotel for three and four days at a time, and uh, and then they would deadhead you back most of the time. There were trains running, you know, through, but they didn't send many back. Every now and then you'd get what they call a ghost train coming back. But uh, anyway, I had, I was did more power lifting. I did some, you know, just lifting and just for to see you know how how much stronger i could get in that kind of thing and i was you know i did really well in, in that sense and but i weighed about 260 265 and um i knew i needed to lose a little weight my dad made a comment about uh, you ought to get back to running like you did when you was young he said you could stand to lose about 100 pounds and so <laughs> i guess I, I said well i said uh well i may try to start cutting back and so I uh, started started back running a little bit. I had all that extra time in that hotel, and back then, of course, there weren't phones, and they had a you had beepers, but they wouldn't guarantee a beeper. So you were pretty much you had the little area down downstairs, and you had the hotel room, and that was the only calls you could get. And uh, but they would, I had a friend that would you know let me know, and so as far as I get on that treadmill and run, and and uh, ended up getting down to about 170. I started out. Um, and and I do not suggest this. Uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, I just ate egg whites and olive oil and um, <laughs> and drank water pretty much for the first thirty or forty five days, and I was losing a pound a day. But I was running and built up to uh, running eighteen or twenty miles at a time, and still doing you know some working out and everything. Wow. And there were times where I ha- I ran. T- I did run for two movies at a time before. And you, in you the would time it you run on how many movies. Yeah. You go, huh? Yeah. Lord, lost 100 pounds. Did you get yeah. 100 or did you almost? Got down to that 165, 170, somewhere right in there. And that was about the time for I moved back to Alabama. And uh, my mother and dad didn't even, they didn't even recognize me. And, uh, but uh, well, you wouldn't recognize him either uh, these days because he had that long blonde hair. <laughs> it's all gone. Yeah, I wish when I, I first saw him, he had blonde hair down to <laughs> yeah. like, uh, Hulk Hogan hair. Never would have guessed. <laughs> yeah. so, wow, that's a. How many? So how many careers have you been in? Um, I mean, well, you know that those, those were short lived. Okay, I did when I first graduated. I almost did insurance, and um, the uh, my degree was in uh, marketing. We right. had a field trip. Well, we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do, whether it was marketing, finance at Jacksonville, and the teacher said, you know, in in some of those exploratory type business classes, you know, like the marketing through, you know, the the the, the lower level marketing class and. So they took us out on a field trip, and we actually went to Greystone, and and we rode around. and They asked us. They said, "All right, in these in these houses that you see here, these really big mansion style houses you see here, what, who do you think lives in these houses?" And everybody's like doctors and lawyers and that kind of thing, you know. And they said, "No, it's salesmen." 
So they sold me then, but uh, I didn't get into <laughs> you sales. Didn't stick it, with it, it didn't work out. But I, <laughs> I ended up getting a degree right in move. marketing. But uh, anyway, you made the right move, and you you prolonged that education. You you've had your yes. EDS and your masters and all yes. that now. So that's good stuff. That's neat. Let's take another break here on the Star Physical Therapy kickoff show. When we come back, we'll dig into this hopeful game a little bit more with Gary and Michael. We'll make our game picks, and then around six thirty. We'll be live from Legion Stadium with Brent Ashley, who's your color analyst tonight. No Matt Crocker on the call, but um, we'll be back here on Star Physical Therapy Kickoff Show. This is the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosapines Federal Credit Union. Live from the Sleeping Giant Heating and Cooling Broadcast Booth, this is Sylacauga High School Football. Back in the Sleeping Giant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth, it's Jeremy Law, Michael Adair, Gary Rivers from Nichols Lawson Middle School. We've had a great conversation with Gary so far on the Star Physical Therapy kickoff show. But guys, a big, big game tonight. Silicaga with a chance, and they had the same chance last year on the road at Hopeful to lock down a number two seed. And a lot of people around here, guys, they think that uh, we owe Hopeful one. For what they did to us last year, forcing us out of the uh, hosting in the first round, having to drive to Faith Academy. Well, we know how that turned out at the end of the day. They had about seven guys there that are going to go D1, including a guy that's going or was committed to Florida until about Wednesday. So, you know, uh, that was a good team. But Silicaga really, really wants to host a home playoff game. Makes it a lot easier in that first round. That means you're going to pick up a three seed instead of a two seed or a one seed. So, Michael Adair, Silicaga, and Hopeful. I know you haven't really broken down this game a lot, but I know you have been at almost every Silicaga game this year because you always walk in at about 725. You've never, you never seen kickoff, but um, you, you do yeah. get in there. Silicaga's playing really well right now. Well, they are, and, you know, like you said, that's a big deal. I think the bigger deal is we don't cross for that same mobile bunch because it doesn't matter if you're a two-seat or a four-seat or whatever. All those seats down there are good. But but and another big deal is playing Hopeful up here because playing them down there is just man that's a tough place to play. But uh, looking forward to this game, and you know they lost that quarterback early on this year, and I have followed that a little bit, and I think that's the running back is gone as well. So running back's gone. So you know the way Silicaga's defense has been playing, I know Gary's watched them a lot too. The defense has been playing really well, and and you know this quarterback, this number two guy. He's kind of like a Bo Nix type. I mean, he's kind of all over the place. You you don't know where he's going to go, and you can't over-pursue him and all that stuff. But, you know, it's going to be interesting. And they, they played some teams, you know, down to the – Clay Central beat them 30-something to nothing, but then they turn around and play Tallahassee close. And right. And you just don't know what you're going to get on a team like that. So Well, when you don't know what you're going to get, Gary, I think it's really easy to just hand it off to Malik Pope, who has <laughs> right. fifth. 17 touchdowns yeah. in the last four games or something Malik, like that. Malik has been doing a great job. I heard Michael mention earlier the last time that we actually hosted a playoff game was 2003. Of course, that brings back a lot of memories to me. I was there at the high school and spent a lot of hours after school with about a core of about 15 of the kids on that team uh, working out with weights and uh, helping them get bigger, faster, and stronger. And that was a great group. And we, we, were, we started out 0-3 that year and we ended up, and of course, the regions were back then. It's a little tougher, seemingly, than than they are now with what we're dealing with. But uh, it ended up going seven and three, and got on a good run. And then we caught uh, Athens in that first game, and they had that Jason Jude kid right. running back that was really good, and 
and uh, it was it was it was pretty tough sledding, but uh, it was it was a really good year that year. But uh, you mentioned uh, Malik Pope, and uh, Malik is uh, uh, of course that whole group there of seniors. Uh, they were there with me at the middle school, and Coach Wilkinson, and and I, and Coach Smith, and and uh, that uh, we all remember that group real well. Who stands out in that group from their middle school days, Gary? Of course, Malik and Hudson and Odom, all of those kids right. were really strong. We went undefeated that year, won the county championship uh, that particular year in basketball. They were really strong, and uh, you know, we earlier we talked a little bit about discipline and uh, and those kind of things, and. And, um, you know, when kids know that you love them and that they know that you care them, they don't mind that, that real tough discipline. Well, and, uh, you know, right. they, they say rules without relationships and uh, in rebellion. And, uh, and that can happen if you're not, if you're not careful and, and you don't build those relationships with those kids and work with those kids the way you need to. And those two coaches did that in a tremendous way, and we had a lot of success with them. And we expected nothing less than – and that same type of success now that there are seniors and, and that group of seniors are going to be missed, I know, tremendously. I know we've got some oh, yeah. young kids coming up like Cottingham and some of those linemen and everything. I know we're a little, we're a a little lacking there with the senior-type yeah, group in the line. I think it's all underclassmen on the yeah. line. So that, that hurts us a little bit there. But uh, but that's good for them in the future. But we are going to miss a lot of those skilled oh, Malik, athletes. Malik, Malik is Malik. just uh, – yeah, You're going to miss three. Yeah. I mean uh, – as yeah. good as Ridgeway is, Ridgeway was, and you know Jakari and all these guys are great athletes. Yeah, man, I tell you, Malik's Malik's probably the he's the second best player that I've seen calling high school games. The first one's at Faith Academy. Yeah, I mean seriously, he's the he's the second best player I have seen. Yeah, and, and one of them's going to Florida or was going to Florida. It's a little surprising that he that more offers haven't come in. I was really surprised he didn't make that All Star team. Yeah, I don't uh, know how serious uh, is the they, all-star team at this point. Yeah, Malik what Pope. They, yeah, what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was surprised by that also. And uh, and then you know he's just he's more of a silent leader. You know he's he quiet, is. but they, the kids do follow him. He's Jared so he's is. so well behaved, so well mannered, and just shy. Speaking you know. of, it's the there was a Mississippi album, Mississippi All-Star game. I mean, or was that it? North that South, North South, whichever. Just yeah. doesn't make any sense. I mean, no, the guy has no. he has a thousand yards in the last four ball games. He's, he's got 21 got, touchdowns I mean, this year. But 17 of them are in the last four. I mean, he yeah. went and, he, and he missed a game. No. We we had a game canceled. I mean, so. Malik Pope had four touchdowns with 11:55 yeah. in the second quarter. He could have scored Talladega. nine. He could have scored nine. Well, I was hoping. Co- I know why Coach took him out, but I was yeah. trying to see how many he could get in half because he could have broken Golinski Smith's record in yeah. the first half yeah, of that he game. Could have. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure Golinski is holding his program tight. And well, Golinski still lives in town. Though. I know. Golinski, I see him occasionally, and he, he probably doesn't want his record broken. I just want to let him know that Malik Pope had it if they would have let him get it. So That's right. they don't make him like Golinski anymore. So it has been such a long time since Silicon has hosted in the first round. Now, they have hosted, I think it was 2012 or 2013. They went on the road and won and then came back to Legion Stadium. So they have hosted a right. one here. But it almost feels like one of those Boston Red Sox curse, curse the uh, great or the Bambino and the one about the um, Cubs that went 100 years or so. I, if Silicon could just shake this off their shoulder – and take one of these top two seeds, which seems like, guys, crazy that it's been 20 years since we've been a top two seed in the yeah in, in a region. But, it, but as Gary was saying, if you're going to do it, this is the year to do it. You know, two years ago, Center Point and all you know, all those other schools, Mortimer, Mortimer Jordan, Jordan, and that was a tough ask. But yeah. this, if you're going to get it, is I think it's special to get it this year. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it, it's you're. 
you're playing in the same region with Clay Central, and they're going to lock number one down. I mean, it's, it's just uh, how do you? So you 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 know you're playing for two a lot of times. I mean, a lot of people were thinking Clay Central was down this year. They're going to finish region play undefeated. The only team they're probably going to lose to, the only team they'll lose to in the regular season is going to be Pleasant Grove, who has a great shot to win the five yeah, A state game. title. I mean. So, I mean, they're just good. But Sylacauga, to me, for the last three years, when those two teams have played, including this year, I mean, they've been kind of ahead. I mean, yeah. last year was a second-half game. This year it was a 13-6 to six game until the middle of the fourth quarter. So, I mean, it feels like – and it feels like Sylacauga is getting better yeah, each right. and every week. I know, Gary, you watch. I mean, it feels yeah. like they're just getting a little bit better each and every week. And we're – the two teams that, uh, of course, that beat us with being Leeds and, and – uh, Clay were both. They're both ranked uh, what three and five or yeah. three and yeah, six. Yeah, they're up there. And then, of course, we're right there. Um, you know, round twelve or so. So but I think we're a different we're right team there with than them. we were at the first of the season. Well, we, we were in those games. games. Yeah, we were yeah, we're in, in both. Games. And Leeds yes. and Alexandria play tonight, and both of those teams I think are in the top six. I yeah. mean, so. Yeah. And Alexandria lost that kid that was a seventh grader. They he doesn't even play there anymore. That ran all over us a couple of years ago. Oh, Ronnie yeah. Royal, he's not even yeah. there, and they're still Gosh. that good. So. And, and and that's to say Sylacauga was one team away from being in that region. If Lincoln didn't get bumped up to 5A, Sylacauga might be over there this year. And that would, you know, sometimes it just plays out where if the cards are in front of you. If you can close things out tonight against Hopeful, who deserves for us to beat them for what they did last year, <laughs> you can close it out, get this win. I think it'd be really special. I think it'd be, I think it's really special for a lot of people in Sylacauga to, Shake that off our shoulder, as as you will, and and, and host a first-round playoff game at Legion Stadium. Yeah, and it's really cool that Comer may be doing the same thing. I yeah. mean, good grief. I mean, football and so in the city. Well, if that added a lot of pressure to the Aggies, yeah. don't – I mean, yeah. that, that yeah. football team had 12 guys on it yeah. four years ago. And, right. you know, they're, they're getting votes every week to be in the top ten, so – um, what Coach Fawcett has done, I think, is kind of up the ante a little bit on what the Silicaga's program needs to start looking like. And Coach Carter and, and Coach Dow had a chance to do it last year. We had some injuries in that hopeful game, but um, Coach Carter's confident in this one. Yeah, I mean, I am too. I, you know, I, I think this team might win out right here and then get in the playoffs. You never know. I mean, the way the way their their style when you play good defense like Sulacaga plays they've been really sound and then you run the ball well I mean that's a recipe that nobody wants I mean it's hard to go up against that it's it's a consistency is hard to deal with yeah and he's got I mean Hudson Hodges at linebacker I mean Gary's played a lot he, better than he did last year oh right yeah well and a lot of it I mean Gary great. told you about all the talent that would that he saw yeah you know how it's correlated over I mean at the beginning of the year, didn't really know what you had. A lot of people were down on this team thinking this could be, you know, one of those years where you're just trying to make the playoffs. I mean, the ex I mean, if you replaced everybody on the offensive line almost, yeah. including Twyman, yes. Jacob Haynes. You've had some guys quit. You've had to move guys. Hudson no longer on the OL, playing linebacker full-time, which has helped him. Bryant Waters has moved from tight end to full-time yeah, linebacker. Maybe one of the best players on the team. Well, maybe Waters, one of the best moves. Waters yeah. has been – I mean, he is a tough player, and he's a junior. What's he? He's a junior, and and then I was gonna say he was a dog. And the the, no, the, the, uh, the 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 young man that was the quarterback at Nichols Lawson with that that team that was so strong is, of course, he he moved on. I think he went to Silicaga through the Chris uh, Chris uh, Chris Howard. Yes, Chris right? Howard. Yeah, I and, remember uh, him. We were able to bring in Grayson, came in, and yeah. um, and so that worked out real well for us. But I mean, uh, even was, think about Antoine Borden. 
He yeah, went from Antoine. quarterback to a jacked-up outside linebacker oh, yeah. and a great compliment to Jaquan. Yeah, he's playing great. His dad, I played ball with him growing up. But Jer- uh, Gary mentioned a guy earlier, Jeremy Odom. I tell you what, there, there's not anybody on our defense playing better than Jeremy Odom. He is – I mean, he's everywhere. I he's, love seeing a DB come up and hit somebody. Yeah, he'll yeah. do it. And, but that offense – <laughs> will want it. You mentioned Malik and the offensive line. There was a play last week against Talladega. When the guard was pulling, his first play of the game, maybe he was pulling, and the tackle decided to pull the other way. They Coach run, Carter, he pointed this out. He? Yeah, he did. So, so they run, they run into each other, and Malik goes for forty yards down the field. So it's like the line's trying to figure out what to do. But when you got Malik Pope, it doesn't matter what the line does. You know, it's That's just right. like get Gary, give him the ball, give him the ball. Man. All right, guys, we're at the uh, about the about the six thirty mark or so here. Start with Gary. Score prediction for tonight. No matter what you pick, you'll do, but you'll have a better record than Michael Ader <laughs> no this year. No question about it. <laughs> All right, we're going to go uh, 38-14, Silicago. Dang, that's what I was going to go with. I'm going to be surprised if they get 14. I am. There. I'm, I'm going to give Coach Jacks a shutout right here. I'm going to go – I'm going to go 28 to zip. The, it's tough to pick a non-touchdown number like a 45 because we just don't we don't we don't, we don't have time for Camden to run we, out there because we got a the good field goal kicker. Now Camden's yeah. great; he's yeah. not going to miss yeah, an extra do. point. He's I mean, automatic, reliable. I like it. I like it. 42 to give me give me 42 to 10. I think hopeful will try don't to think chip. We're going to punt it, do you? No, and I think this is with our. I think our young guys are coming in towards the mid, about three quarters of the way through the third quarter. You got us going undefeated from here out? I don't know anything about Ben Russell. I haven't checked them out. I've been looking at the region games. We do have another game next week. If we go undefeated from here on out, we're lifting a trophy at the end I, of well, the year. I mean, <laughs> I, got us, I got us nine to nine and three, and then we'll see after that. Okay. I like us to win in the first round of the playoffs. I think that'll you got that if one we're circle. hosting. I think That's this team's Andalusia good. region. Who who is that looking like? Do we know yet? That's not yeah, oh, it might be Andalusia or Greenville, it maybe, be. because that's Pike Roads, I think, as well, right? Probably, and they're the one seed, so it's kind of looking at Andalusia and Greenville. When so. was the last time we won nine or more? Was that back in '97, '98? I think we so. won. Griff won nine. eight. Eight, I think, is the we won eight. We won. Yeah, yeah, we won eight one year. So you nine. Go it's got to go back to your. Listen, days, to win nine, to you ha- Coach Blackman. That's does. right. <laughs> to win nine, you're almost going to have to win a first round, a co- a first round or yeah. two yeah, playoff games. So it's yeah, going to be tough. That's true. So it's probably ninety eight, maybe ninety eight. I think Galinsky, Yeah. I mean, if we don't schedule leads at the beginning of the year, and now Coach Carter didn't do that, and well, I think when we signed that, they were four A. Well, now they're the best team in five A, maybe. So if you don't schedule them early and you know, you uh, learn how to schedule like Alabama, man. You just play, uh, play, play Merc- some Mercers, play some overranked team like Miami Gary. at the be- beginning <laughs> right. of the year. So, all right, Gary, thanks so much for Thank joining you. us. I we enjoyed truly it. enjoyed it. Appreciate you. All appreciate right, Gary, you. always good to have you on, man. Yes, appreciate sir. appreciate what you do at Nichols Lawson. It's great y'all. leadership over there. Appreciate what y'all do. Thank you. All right, let's take a break here on the Star Physical Therapy Kickoff Show. Brent Ashley will join me live from Legion Stadium. When we come back, this is the Aggie Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. 